This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The general manager of your Cleveland Browns, Andrew Barry, coming in to the studio. What an absolute treat. Hey, hey. We're doing well, Great. AB. How are you doing? Fast and furious today here on day four for the Browns. Four picks already made. You started your day getting the big man, Dewan Jones out of Ohio State. A lot of people thought he could have gone a lot earlier in this draft. When you get a guy with that size, that clay, played in the Big Ten, big-time player, and you get to give him to Bill Callahan, how excited does that get you? No, we're, we're very excited. We think that Dewan is a, a big athletic tackle with you know really rare size. Um, yeah, you know, he's a, he's a, he's still a work in progress, but we think we have quite honestly the best offensive line coach in the league. Um, think he'll work really well with with Bill, and Bill will certainly push him. Um, and we're we're really excited to get him in the building and work with him. Two questions: Do you view him as a right tackle, which he played at Ohio State, or do you think he could end up being a left tackle in the NFL? Yeah, I think I mentioned this in 2020 when we um, you know when we picked Jed that in today's game the great rushers are on both sides. Yeah, absolutely. So for us, you know, tackles are tackles. He played the right side in college. Um, he'll probably work both sides. Um, specifically, if you're you know, a depth guy initially, you have to be able to play more than one spot. Um, so we don't really necessarily designate it left and right. And then do you have an ideal weight that you'd like to see him at? Uh, I'll say what Jim Schwartz always said, as big as possible without losing movement ability. I think the thing with DeWan, you know, he's over 6'8". So yeah, he, right. his body type is going to look a lot different than others. It actually reminds me a lot of, um, you know, when we had Jordan Mulata and when I was in Philly and we had Jordan Mulata, um, the normal, call it, you know, height, weight, speed doesn't apply for those guys who are just different giants yep. really. they're, they're they're giants they're 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 modern day goliaths you know yeah. and so um you know as long as Dewan has the good body composition and can move um we're fine with them being, being and andrew i'm labeling this draft the physical prowess draft mm -hmm. and as a player i paid attention to teams that had girth size do you go into consideration with that when you're looking at players just from a physical presence of what the football team looks like in your evaluations you know I, honestly not not as much we really do look for just more performance i think for us going into this weekend we did think based on where our picks were it could be a, a potentially a good uh, draft in the trenches for us so you know i will you know, offer that that we did have an idea that you know maybe we would have a bunch of linemen that we would take this weekend um, but i i can't say that um, it was a specific focus towards size, just prospects that we liked and we thought provided a unique quality, fell to us at our picks, and um, that's just kind of how it's unfolded this weekend. And you address the line, three players in the trenches, an offensive tackle in Jones, and then defensively, Siaki Ika, the big man out of Baylor, and then today, Isaiah McGuire. And that was one of those names that it just felt had been kind of linked to the Browns all along. Was he somebody you guys identified early in this process that was one of those we knew he was going to be a Cleveland Brown? No, to be honest, like he was probably a little bit of a guy that grew on us throughout the process. Um, you know, he was uh, you know a player that really was a bit of a consensus guy once we exited our initial draft meetings in February. And as we did more work on him in the spring, felt like he was a good fit, felt like he was in a good place in our board, and we felt uh, you know, we felt really good taking him off the board today. Who was that guy? Because I remember last year, Alex Ray, like we knew he was going to be a Brown. Was there a guy that's been drafted already that you knew was going to be a Cleveland Brown? 
Uh, I I wouldn't say as much with with. We, I mean, we liked all the players, uh, I, but, yeah. but but I don't. I wouldn't say that there was a sixth sense of like, okay, this this player is destined to be a Cleveland Brown like super early in the process. Okay, but, but they're guys we definitely really like. Right, you just selected Dorian Thompson yeah. Robinson, and how important is it to have symmetry in the quarterback room? Because that appears to be the case with this selection. I, to be truthful. Um, I actually don't think it's super important. Um, we really look for for more quality. It's a nice to have, like you know, where the guys fit stylistically, um, you know. But for us, uh, you know, quarterback's the most important position in sports. Um, just like you try and build depth in other areas of your roster, we want to build depth and competition in the quarterback room, just because you never know what can happen. And Dorian, we just loved his ability. Like we just loved his dual threat ability. He's played a lot of games at UCLA. Has a strong arm. He's athletic. He's really, 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 really tough. Um, and really yeah. competitive. Um, and so for us, the stylistic match was nice just because of where our offense is transitioning to. But I, I wouldn't say it was a disqualifier for any of the quarterbacks that, that you know, maybe play a little bit differently than DTR. All right, tell us a little bit about this corner. We got Greg Newsom, very happy, by the way. You got one of his good friends there from Northwestern, Cam Mitchell. Can he play inside, outside, or more of an outside guy? Yeah, so Greg calls him his little brother. We we, we, we see Cam as someone who can play both inside and okay. outside. Um, you know, we think he has, you know, adequate size. He can run. Um, he's very physical. And even though they didn't ask him to, um, you know, maybe press as much as, as we will in our defense, um, it's something that we thought he was really good at. So, you know, look, we, are, we always believe in being as deep as possible in the premium positions. Corner has obviously been one that we've invested in over the past couple of years, and we think Cam will fit in nicely. And not that Greg is going to help you make the final decision on whether or not you're going to select someone that he has affinity with, but how important it is to have that ability to get the information insight from someone who knows them it, on a personal it, level it's really important so anytime that um there's a player that's a former teammate that comes in consideration for us we ask our we ask our guys because they've worked with them live with them for um you know multiple years and as we think about bringing players into our building um you know we want to make sure that it's the best fit for possible that doesn't mean that everybody's going to be a perfect fit right like everybody's going to have their strengths and weaknesses um, but we want to make sure that we know what we're um, you know what know what we're selecting know the person that we're selecting as much as possible you expecting DTR and Cedric Tillman to hit the ground running since they were high school teammates I, I think there's a, a, a good chance of that happening <laughs> we're certainly hopeful that that's the case back to Tillman really quickly because it look it feels very much like it's an arms race and and most of the picks it feels like are about scoring or stopping people from scoring particularly through the air and then we need to address some beef in the middle and we did that with Siaki Ika but you know when you go 2021 and actually go back and watch a little bit of what he did against Alabama and Georgia it's kind of impressive, and in my mind, I wonder if he'd come out after 2021, maybe this is a guy that goes a lot earlier, and we were able to get him maybe to depress Valley because of the injuries last year. I, I, I do think that there was probably some, I can't speak for the other teams, I do think there was probably some discounting, just given the fact that um, you know he played this past year, um, hurt, got the tightrope repair on his ankle. Um, I also do think that you know each receiver class is different, so how certain teams prioritize different styles of players at that sure. spot um, could also impact where, a, you know, where, where a, um, a prospect goes. But, you know, we're certainly happy to have Cedric. Overall, when you think about this receiver room, I mean, it's a major overhaul. Three new faces in there. Tillman comes in. You trade for Elijah Moore. You bring in Goodwin. The top six is as deep, certainly, or even seven, eight, as I've seen in, in my time here with the Cleveland Browns. How important was that? And then what about the variety? You get the burner in Goodwin. You get Elijah Moore, who I think can really do everything. And then you get a size guy in Tillman. I think we felt like we had a pretty good baseline with Amari and sure. Donovan. And really the fact that, um, you know, when we think of our, we really think of his pass-catching skill. And so we would put David in there as well. 
Um, as we went into the offseason, we did want to continue to add variety. Um, and we feel like we've accomplished that so far, as you mentioned, between, you know, Elijah, Marquise, Jordan, um, obviously Cedric. So we're excited about the diversity that it allows um, within the passing game. Um, but ultimately, we've got to see these guys on the grass and see how it plays out. And Andrew, you made a comment about Siaki, and it resonated with me in regards to him being a big body guy, but mm -hmm. playing in the Big 12 and how, from a valuation standpoint, that means a lot. Can you expand upon that, please? Yeah, so I, I think I think it can be easy to typecast Siaki as just this phone booth nose tackle because everybody knows that he's like this big squat sure. human being. And the reality of it is when he plays in the Big 12, it's a spread space game, right? It's not this, hey, between the hashes, smash mouth football. He's got to he's got to run and chase. He's got to pass rush. He's got to play, you know, in games that have maybe you know ninety plays of ninety plays of defense. Now he's not going to play all ninety plays of defense, obviously. Right. And I think that translates to the NFL game. If he was playing in, you know, uh, a conference or um, you know a division that it was pretty much smash mouth football, you know, down in and down out, you know, that's that's not really what the NFL game is. And so you see Siaki able to do certain things that are required in the NFL and specifically that we would be we would require him even though the defensive philosophies are much different how did his role change a little bit from 21 to 22 because it felt like 21 he was much more either head up as the nose or on the one and in 21 more at three at least and, and was able to get to the passer a little bit more still plenty of pressures last year but how valuable is it to have a pocket pusher when you got guys coming off the edge yeah the way you do? I, I do think the big power guys like you know obviously you'd love to have players who can either dent the pocket or win quickly and you know be double digit sack guys from the inside but there are only a handful of those in the, yes. in the entire league um, so in the absence of that um, you do also get value with you know some of these bigger power guys that can prevent the quarterback from stepping up and that really helps out with your edge guys so I think there are a number of roles in which you can build your pass or a number of ways that you can build your um, your pass rushing core but I would say this with, with Siaki even though he's a big power guy he's not just a pure bull rusher he does have um, you know quickness and mobility in a really in a really killer club move. So, yeah, yeah. I saw him do some do yeah. some of that a little bit, which looked pretty effective for him. So, what are we at right now? Six picks in, two more yes. to go. Yeah, two for more. now. Two for, more now. for now. Yeah, for now. Ah, we'll pay attention to the scores there. Overall, for a team that did not pick in rounds one or two, how do you feel about the talent you were able to get? Because it felt like you kept getting people that Dewan Jones. Many people thought could first round talent fell for a, a different reasons, but. Do you feel like you still got a full draft's worth of talent even though you didn't have necessarily those premium picks? I think it's hard to say, Nate, honestly. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think there's a team in the NFL that comes out this weekend that, you know, doesn't say, hey, look, you know, we got our guys. You know, we're really sure. excited yeah, about it. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, We right. blew it. Um, and, and the truth is we won't we won't know for a number Couple of years. years. But, um, you know, we, we have placed, um, you know, we, we've, we've selected guys that we have some belief in that – we think have the physical ability. We think have the skill sets that match up well with what you know we want on the field. Um, that doesn't mean that we're going to hit on every guy, sure. but we're you know, but we're certainly optimistic um, that we'll hopefully hit on more than than not, and we'll see in a couple of years. And I love the fact that you brought up that you guys have a everyone has a thoughts. Hey, we draft this guy for a reason, so we're happy. So what I love looking at is the different ways in which each organization celebrates now i haven't had opportunity to see you guys via television <laughs> now are you guys fist pounders or huggers in the room we're we're, we're neither we're we're, we're clappers <laughs> we're, we're, we're clappers our group's a bunch of clappers okay so there how different was it going into this draft which and maybe you disagree with this but it felt like coming into the draft this was the most ready to play in september roster at this point that you've had in your time with the cleveland browns how does that kind of change the mindset in terms of 
some places were driving competition. Dwan Jones is not drafted to play this year. If he plays this year, that means there have been significant injuries, right? Mm -hmm. So how does that kind of change the mindset in terms of, you always said, I, I thought it was very good pre-draft. You said one foot in the present, one foot in the future, and you have to do some succession planning, and this feels like a good time to do that. Yeah, I, I don't think it changed the mindset a ton. I think it certainly, the state of the roster allowed us to maybe focus on 24 and 25 more than we've been able to in the past. But I, I also am not going to sit here and say that um, a present year, year need would necessarily like drive a pick. We really do try and view these players as um, you know, multi-year members of the organization. So we don't want to just be short-sighted into, into the uh, short term. Well, A.B., thank you so much for being with us. I recall that you said your best draft memory was the birth of your child, so happy birthday wow. to Eden Ruth here thank today. You, thank you, you very much. Is the present going to be we're going to trade out of the seventh round so you can get home <laughs> early? Is that, is that the present? She, she told me this morning she wanted cupcakes. So Okay, uh, so I'm sure that, you, can, I'm sure you will make that happen. Yeah, 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 ye